so I was just saying, <clears throat> um, for season two, you know, I really wanted to blow it out. New intro. I had all kinds of plans. Should I have jotted down in my notes app? New uh, sound effects and stuff like that. And the old sound effects are fine, but you know, I had some other ideas. Nothing fucking came together. I'm a I'm a freaking slacker. Hey, the, the the listeners they wanted us. We pulled up together. We're gonna ride or die. Yep. And yep. I think we're gonna have uh, plenty of time to come up with some creative content as the season goes on. I know I you, you fit you fit us into the season with your. Uh, your busy schedule. You're no longer uh, on paternity leave, so yeah. you you don't have to like send me mad scientist idea while I'm cranking away slaving in the salt mines and whatnot. And so about that, uh, I don't think every week's gonna work. <laughs> oh, I have midterms next week, dude. Midterms? <laughs> it's fucking September. Yeah. So my classes are only seven weeks long. So it's like three weeks in, you're preparing for midterms, and three weeks after that, it's finals. Wow. Remember that time when you had COVID? Oh, and, that, nice. and then you were telling me like, oh, well, you're going to be driving all over God's ends earth. You're never going to make it. And I'm fucking here. I showed <laughs> up. I showed up. All right. I think if we do this monthly, we'll have plenty to talk about. We should solicit opinions on maybe things from the group to spice it up a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if we do it every month, we can't just do like the uh, who wins every week. So we'll have to figure something out. Yeah. Brainstorm. Anyway, part two of... Uh, Season two, episode one. We're talking about week one review. And then I guess at the end, you know, last season we would make predictions on who we thought was going to win the following week. I don't think that's really, you know, we won't be talking again for a couple weeks. So we're just going to make some predictions about the whole season. And uh, I guess we'll have to look back on this toward the end of the year, see how it all pans out. Yeah, we'll have to talk about the fantasy league. We'll have to talk about the football season in general. We'll have to, we should probably highlight all the, the tomfoolery that's been going on the group message with usually with Mundus. Mm. Um, Sean had a quite the zinger the other day with uh, who was it? Frank Beavis or Frank Beavis and Cody Bailey getting into an argument. That was a good one. <laughs> anyway, let's get into it. Last week today. So I think the headline here is that the road to runner up started once again for me this week. Yeah. Week one. I'm 1-0, baby. I got the $20 in my pocket, or rather in my PayPal wallet. Let's fucking go. You know what? I was going to talk about about our matchup last, but fuck it. Let's talk about it first. Uh, sure. Uh, the fact that our matchup is like the quintessential stereotype. And every single week in fantasy football, if you look across the board, whoever scores the most that week, usually, you know who scores the second most? The, the person, person they played. played. It's so true. <laughs> it's always the case. I would have beaten anybody else this week. And, like, look, now let the record show. Both of our teams Suck definitely ass. definitely underperformed. I mean, the score, our scores didn't really reflect that. I mean, mine, you know, you served a serviceable, uh, you know, 120-something. But you got, like, what, 13 points out of Joe Burrow and Josh Allen combined? Saquon Barkley, nine points. David Njoku, four points. DJ Moore, four points. I mean, for me, it was all loaded on three players. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. One player. One player. But That your- man, no, no, no. Let's not segue. We are definitely talking about Tyreek Hill's insane performance. And I just watched him. I just had the game cast up on my phone while I was watching the Eagles and Patriots game. I'm like, this motherfucker, if the Chargers don't stop him, I'm going to lose this game like... I'm just still traumatized from it. Like, 40, how many? 40, 44? 44 and a half points. And let me tell you, so I was in Nashville this past weekend for John's daughter's baptism. Congratulations, by the way. Congrats to John and Ellie on their beautiful baby girl. 
And uh, we were going to pick up dinner. We went to this kind of like fancy pizza place not too far from, from where John lives. No and Mobies. Definitely no Mobies. And uh, the, the scheme was like we're going to get all the boys together and go pick up the pizza all together and uh, basically just have a couple beers while the pizza And steal made. a pizza costume. Well, we didn't steal the pizza costume. But <laughs> we were sitting in this place that had Red Zone on, right? And um, we were having a couple of beers there while the pizza was getting made and, and then while it was sitting on the bar getting cold. And uh, Tyreek Hill sco- just kept scoring. He just kept get- catching bomb after bomb. I was just like, hell yeah, dude, I'm back from the grave. I thought I was fucked, and I almost was. But yeah. I beat your ass in week one, and I got $20. I wouldn't say you beat my ass, but <laughs> it did not feel good you beating me. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Because I, I was just like, you know... I thought my team, you know, played pretty well. Honestly, your t- your team outside of Lamar, who s- sucked ass, Lamar Jackson. Oh, well, well, hold on, hold yeah. that thought. Outside of Lamar, mm. who sucked ass, five and a half points. Your fantasy team looked like a normal fantasy squad. Jared Goff outscored both your quarterbacks. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and I both mean, of those quarterbacks were top five in and you know what? real maybe, football and fantasy football. Maybe this is a good time to to just mention it was a weird week for fantasy scoring. Oh, uh, oh so in general, yeah. All ten teams in our league scored below their projection. I don't think that has ever happened before. Yeah, I mean it's also week one. Nobody knows what to expect. So okay, top QBs. These are these are a couple of names from the uh, from the the bottom of the list. All scored, uh, you know, within the the bottom couple of of starting quarterbacks. Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, as we've said, Geno Smith, Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, uh, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. All fewer than ten points. Many fewer than five points. What well, the fuck is that about? Ryan Tannehill. He he sucks. He sucks. Yeah. Uh, but let's see. I I got to pull up the leader stall for a second. I got to pull up the wacky names that were at the You top. want me to stall? All I do is stall. I'll talk about Lamar Jackson because that man, you didn't get to watch the game, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. No. Put me there. Put me, let, let, me, let me live through you. So Lamar Jackson, you know, had quite the tumultuous offseason. Um, we don't new, need to get into it. Yep. New offseason, or uh, sorry, new offensive coordinator, you know, new brand new weapons, shiny new car, like... You know, we're going to have a nice balanced offense. The play calling was all out of whack still. Offensive line was trash. He looked uninterested. He, you know, fumbled multiple times, threw an interception, no scoring. Like, just did not look good. I mean, he was missing Mark Andrews. J.K. Dobbins did go down. Mm-hmm. I'm not Lives down. Off. People were going down. Left I'm not right. downplaying Marcus, that. Marcus Williams, Ronnie Stanley. Yeah, Linder we're not. Long. Yeah. People were going down left and right. It was Trying not vibes. to turn this into a Ravens podcast. Yeah. But I mean, it is. But. Lamar Jackson, he needs to get his head out of his ass. I mean, he didn't play in preseason. I'll give him a grace period, but, like, this is what we talked about all last year was, like, when you demand all this money and you cause all this stir, people aren't going to give you a longer leash. And like, Fair enough. I mean, but, but then at the end of the day, all the quarterbacks that got deals this year, except for maybe Herbert, you know, had really bad week ones. Or right. not really bad week ones, but underperforming. Jalen Hurts, mm-hmm. Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson. Uh, Josh Allen, he got extended. No, Justin Herbert. Oh, no. no, Justin Herbert. Did. You're right. You're right. So okay, let's let's look at the top, uh, the top four quarterbacks on the week. Tua was number one, which okay, two is good, but number one. Tyree Hill had a lot to do with that, of course. Number two, Mac Jones. Really? Yeah. So I mean, this begs the question. What was his? What were the points? Twenty five points. That's legit. From Mac Jones? Yes. Which begs the question, really? Hey, Paul, maybe it, if you started him, you would have beat Brendan, you scumbag. <laughs> he would have. Was it uh, Was it really Matt Patricia who fucked, oh, up, 100%. fucked this up the whole time? I didn't. Th- I never thought Mac Jones was bad. I think he. I think he was solid, 
And I think, you know, where he would really be cooking is if new. Uh, so did you ever, did you hear all that stuff that came out? Pull, about, it, pull it together, Pat. Hold yeah, on. I know. I just had an aneurysm. I just had an aneurysm there. I don't know what happened. But uh, Mac Jones, if he got drafted by San Fran, you know how much they'd be tearing it up right now? Oh, my God. Mac Jones and San Fran would be fucking well, awesome. Well, what I was trying to say was Shanahan wanted to draft Mac Jones, but they couldn't convince trading all those assets up that far to grab him. Fair enough. So, anyway, Mac Jones was number two. Number three, Jordan Love. Waiver wire. Waiver wire hero, Jordan By Love. the way, that game, if you're a Bears fan, no offense, Brendan and Brennan, the Bears, down bad. So, yeah, they, it was obviously a horrible game. Um, I, I've read just like whatever click in Roto World r- refreshing throughout the workday. Brendan watched the whole thing. I, I was going in between that and the Patriots game. Oh, I didn't watch any of it. Bears. So what mm-hmm. I, I bring this up to say, in the hours after that, it sounds like all of the beat reporters are saying, like, you know, coaches are going back to the drawing board. It's not like these people are, like, it, it looks like they're going to try to learn from this horrific week one. I mean, I feel bad for, uh, for Fields. Um, I don't. I think he stinks. Uh, yeah, I mean, it might be getting to that point. I, it's not, and I think this he's is, a, I, I, No, I say I don't feel bad. I feel like... I just, I just don't like when people hype up somebody who's not good. And it's year three now. It's time. Yeah. It's time well, to shit or get off the pot. I agree. Anyway, but, number yeah. four number four quarterback, Anthony Richardson, which we've already covered. Holy it, fucking shit. This, so this is what the, this, like, the, those are your bottom four and those are your top four. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so beyond the quarterbacks, some... Running back surprises, you know, a lot of people on the bench. You mentioned Kyron Williams. He was terrific. He looks like he could really be I, belt up. Yeah, I, I, so to wrap up our our matchup, my team, I love my team. I have a lot of depth because I was looking at other, speaking of trades, I was looking at other teams just to see. I'm not really interested in what they have to what I have. Your team got a lot of depth. I think you're going to be fine. Like the fact that we both scored decently yeah. with – and like you're, we're gonna find out like trends at the beginning of the season. Like at the beginning, you're just doing like matchups. Mm-hmm. But like, I like my depth. If Lamar pulls his head out of his ass, my I, team's fine. I think you have incredible depth. I mean, you've got uh, P. Ryan, uh, Williams, Robinson, and Pierce on the bench. That's a lot of freaking yeah. Decent. I know. Yeah, I mean, I'm those happy. Are all flexible. And those are and and Chubb and Etienne aren't moving. Right. But I mean, like, but so, but you need you need to have like options and health. My wide receivers are great. I mean, the tight ends are good, but Waller and Hawk, like I, I love my team. It's just like you're just going to lose some games sometimes. That begs the question: What do you do with all that depth? Is it too much? Do you I, th- I do think it? about that sometimes do you, because do you sell. Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I would like to improve, but people are so stingy with what they want in our league, and also at the same time, people who don't have the assets that I have, they don't have this problem. They just start like. By default, and sometimes that it makes it easier when it's like these are the only guys that I have, and they don't yeah. have to overthink. Give it a couple of weeks; people are going to start going down, and then I think you're going to be in a good position to get some picks. Should be. Who do you um, want to talk about next? Well, I guess one more thing about about my own bench, I uh, or one more thing I'll say about that that game uh, on Monday night. Josh Allen, I needed four points to beat you. I had 110, you had 114. Yep. I had Josh Allen left. You were done. So I needed four points from Josh Allen. I'm like, yeah, this is like one of the you know top five quarterbacks in the league, right? If you were, by the way, if you were going to say you were worried about that, that's bullshit. No, of course I wasn't. Oh. Um, no, of course I wasn't. And so, you know, second quarter, it's like, okay, he throws a first interception. I'm like, oh, bummer. Um, and then it's kind of going not so well in the second quarter as well. But he's got like 12 points or something like that. He throws a touchdown pass. Um, but then after that, 
He throws two more picks. He fumbles it twice in the same play. And they should have charged the him double for that, too. They did. They uh, did. They charged him for two fumbles. In the same way? Yes. They charged oh, him for he, two. But he, he fumbled twice but lost one, so you get you change. That's different. three. He was charged oh, for two fumbles God and a fumble damn. loss. So he went from, whatever, 12 points all the way down to like six and a half points. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I might literally lose this game because he gives it away 17 times. Uh, thank God he got it back up to 10 and I beat your ass. But, uh, yeah. Um, hey, it was a good game. I'm happy with my team. I'm happy with yours. But <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to next week against the Mundus's. That's This is my Super Bowl. There we go. But uh, that's a good segue. Mm. Um, when we talk about the Mundus and the Heflins. Yeah, this was about, the Civil War. The Battle uh, we, of the Cook Brothers. That Brendan didn't know were brothers. No. He, I, I, and I think he's still having a hard time mm. understanding what, what it means. Yeah, you know, like what a brother when they yeah, look what, alike and yeah. they like have the same last name it doesn't so, make any sense. Brendan, if you're if you're listening, it's like for Dalvin Cook, it's like James Cook. Dalvin is Sean, and you are James. It's yes. kind of like that. Yeah, it's like an older brother and a yeah, younger yeah. brother. Yeah, it's yeah, weird yeah, how yeah. that works uh-huh. out sometimes. Same mom. Yeah. Anyway, but the Heflins one to zero. Heflins are one to zero. Mundus is zero and one. How do you feel about that? Um, I think. Just across the board, like all the teams were underperforming. Uh, Brendan already didn't have, wasn't able to play Andrews, but he's got incredible tight end depth yeah, with Ingram and Fryermuth. Mm-hmm. Um, Ingram Mark, was the right, and I, right choice. I talked to Paul. Steelers very, We'll circle back to that. Um, talked to Paul a lot, and um, we were talking about the fantasy season coming up, and Paul is desperate, and I mean desperate, for a good running back. Mm-hmm. He is stretched thin. A running back. If you look at his team, I mean, he's got like Devin Singletary. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, he's got. Um, you he know, traded for Dalvin. Yeah, he's got a really bad running back room. I mean, Dalvin Cook, Khalil Herbert, Jamal Williams, like Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Like his top running wait, backs. Wait, let me let me say his name. Just this is another one, kind of like Pookie Nakuki, Rico Dowdle. That's <laughs> yeah. a great name. Like Paul's running backs, like none of them are projected double digit points this week. And maybe Jamal Williams, maybe. Okay, but like, I would love to like trade him for somebody, and maybe I will broach the subject with him because he could use a running back. But like, I th- I think he's just gonna ride the the back of Justin Herbert, Chase, and Devonte Adams, like the like he did last year. Yeah, which fair enough. Yeah, I mean it's a good team. Might work. And I think uh, I think Brendan, you know, did the same with CD Lamb and Justin Jefferson last year. But um, Brendan has some scarcity of running backs too, but. I mean, um, if if, if uh, Taylor comes back, I I really like Brendan's team. I gotta say, I think he's got a lot of depth on the on the uh, the bench. I mean, Baker Mayfield was pretty good this week. C.J. Stroud is coming he, up. Brendan needs a decent quarterback. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got a, he's got a couple every, okay. Everybody was high on Justin Fields for fantasy. Wouldn't touch him either. Hmm. I mean, if you watch any of that game, bear like, I don't know if it's the play calling because you know, like Brandon Brandon Oakley in the group message, he said that they said that they trusted Fields' ability to throw the ball, but yet the play calling doesn't reflect that. No, it doesn't. He's at, I want to say his average depth of target was 3.2 yards. Yeah, they did. Them, yeah, <laughs> so it's like they still got the systemic issues of being the Bears, and, like, they looked bad against the Packers, and yep. they're just down bad just losing again to the Packers. But uh, So um, David Montgomery on the Heflins, he, the, the Lions go trade for him, and then they draft – Gibbs. So to me, this feels like a like leveled up version of Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift. 
Yes. Like both of healthier guys, versions of both. Healthier. And honestly, I think both better than their counterparts from the other version. I think the Lions are good business. I mean, do you think Montgomery's going to be good this year? Do you think Gibbs is going to take over? I think if, if they utilize him properly, like, I think Gibbs is obviously like they, they spent first round pick on him, so yeah. they're going to have more involvement in him. And, you know, but I think how they utilized him in just the Chiefs game alone, I mean, Gibbs, Gibbs' workload is going to increase, but. I think you need to got to keep them both healthy. Right. Um, I think Jared Goff looks a lot better with this offensive coordinator, and they got a ton of weapons. Like like we talked about, Laporta, Amon Ross, St. Brown is a mm-hmm. stud. Right. You know they got some decent wide receivers outside of that. I think the Lions' offense in general is going to be good. Um. Anything else on this one? Nope. Oh wait, looking at Jimmy or at uh, at Paul's bench, he has Jimmy Garoppolo and Mac Jones as kind of like fill-in quarterbacks. Both of them had pretty good weeks. I, I'm not going to lie. I, I thought at least one of those guys was going to come If you're looking for that that third or fourth quarterback, would you look at Mac Jones? Uh, believe me, I've texted Paul about it already. He's not giving him up. He's not giving him up, or is he just too cheap? The price is too high for me. He, yeah, I thought so, too. Um, and I think he needs to hold on to him, too, because Deshaun Watson still hasn't given me enough runway to think that he's back, too. Yeah, fair enough. Um Next up, McCracken versus the Erdmans. McCracken wins this one, um, 112 points. I mean, his his roster also pretty much looked like a normal team. You know, it's not like the rest of us who had, like, goose eggs and three-point quarterbacks and whatnot. I mean, Geno Smith had nine points. That was really bad. But other than that, a pretty normal-looking uh, pretty normal looking roster. He did make the classic blunder of starting Cam Akers and uh, only got eight, eight uh, almost nine points out of him. I think he probably won't make that mistake again anytime soon. Right. Um, <laughs> Stefan Diggs early and often from Josh Allen. I'm not going to lie. That down, I was kind of like, is is this the year that it's going to start slowing down for him? For who? For Diggs. I was I was waiting to talk about this until we got to the McCrackens. Yeah. Dude, he's still a stud. He's absolutely still a stud. I mean, I, he's going to be great this year. I think the rest of the Bills offense, like, I, I, I'm not, I've never been a Gabe Davis believer. I think James Cook is... A solid but not great. He's running better back. than Devin Singletary. Yes, he's better than Devin Singletary. Um, they didn't really utilize Damian Harris, who they got from the the which, which they didn't. They just didn't need to. They, I don't even know who their third wide receiver is. It's Khalil Shakir, uh, maybe. Oh, oh no, Deontay Hardy. I picked him off, off up off the waiver wire. Okay, <laughs> cool. Thanks for wasting those six seconds of my life. Uh but um, Kincaid still coming on. Knox not really a, like Diggs. Obviously, still a stud, right? Um, what's it called? Uh, Madison Acres. I think those guys are both going to be uh, kind of like touchdown dependent yeah. throughout the year. But I mean, he's actually got some decent RB two flex guys on the bench: Algier, uh, Roshan Johnson, Joshua Kelly. He's another guy I would like. I would eventually possibly think about sending one of my running backs to. I mean, I I feel like he's in a position where it's just going to be tough to pick which ones do you start. You know, yeah, and it's just a, like pick between poop and shit, though, in my opinion. Yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, so on Tyler's side, Eckler was awesome, but other than him, I mean, this was a this was a shitty week for his team. Um, I I feel like DK and McLaurin are gonna have tough seasons if Geno and and Sam Howell can't pull it together. I mean, Geno is not always gonna be as bad as he was this past week. I think Howell actually will have a good enough season Tyler just needs to have like 10 point games from his wide receivers because his running backs and his quarterbacks are going to carry him between Hurts Cousins 
Eckler, Ramondre Stevenson, Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean Romeo. And Dunn. he had, I mean Najee Harris. Like he's e. E. he's a, he's a guy like he traded for last year. But uh, I don't know why. I, I hear a, I hear a lot of uh, interesting rumblings about him about like they're trying to move off of him to get to Jalen Warren. And I mean, yeah, he's not good. But I'm just saying like Najee Harris. Like if they, I think the Steelers like have a lot of kinks they need to work out, and if. I mean, last, last year, last year it was an efficiency issue. You know, he was getting like two point eight yards a carry on most right. of the games. I mean, same shit happened last. But I'm last saying, week. like, he's still like a possible. Like, if that's your fourth running back, it's pretty good. Oh, of course, of course, yeah, that's true. I mean, Derrick Henry's not going to last forever, but he's probably going to last this year. Um, the, I mean, I hope Derrick Henry goes out soon. So Tajay Spears season. Oh, bingo! Uh, I was looking at his bench. A couple of interesting wide receivers. He's got Zay Jones who clearly the number two behind Ridley in week one. Uh, in week one. In week one. Christian Kirk was totally not on the radar. Um, Zay Jones had a great game. Romeo Dobbs, obviously not going to get two touchdowns every week, but um, he had a great week. If he can establish it with uh, with love early, that could be a good one as well. Nico Collins, I mean, it's a shitty team down in Texas, but I mean, I, I, looking at Tyler's depth, I think he's got a pretty good squad here. Yeah, he's got a great team. I think he'll be in the playoffs again. Um, he just got to pick the right guys and hope they stay healthy. Oh, dude, I think it's worth mentioning. Oh, our no, our, our uh, what's our our ever elusive podcast guest <laughs> No Brown? I R for him. Yep, Big Eight Five. If you're listening, we, come we on the pod, you. buddy. We could use you while you're on I R riding the bench. Yes. Um. Okay. Next one. Uh, Brennan, excuse me, Boakland versus Prudence. Dude, brutal break for Prudence on Monday night. Yeah, we haven't really gotten a pulse check from Hunter. We should probably check in on him. Yeah. He's got a lot of Jets equity. He does. Garrett Wilson, so, Brees yeah, Hall. I mean, and, and honestly, thinking about the, the, the implications of Rodgers, it's like, okay, Garrett Wilson's fucked. And Brees Hall, it's looking good. Yeah, I mean, I think well, I think they were both going to do well with Rodgers. I mean, Brees Hall now, like, I think he's m- more unchanged. Did you see that catch by Garrett Wilson, by the way, that he made? He's amazing. Yeah, the fact that Drake London was the first wide receiver in that draft and Garrett e- Wilson was second. E- yeah, I e- mean, Drake London's good too. I think mm-hmm. you don't think so. I think he's okay. He had a great season, but he, like, he was but, overshadowed but, by Olave and Wilson. He had a great rookie season by like normal standards. I yeah, I think now that is a team that I think that's a shitty think, team. I think that I think that's a quarterback situation that's holding him back. Yes. Have you seen one Desmond Ritter highlight from college or? You, you, you know what? Yeah, I, I I had it in in this part of the Google Doc. But but I the, think London and Pitts are now. Doing this doesn't totally equate that saying like you have if you have a stud wide receiver they make your quarterback better. He's a good wide receiver. Yeah. Like Michael Pittman Jr. He's he's pretty good, but like he's not a stud. He's no. not going to make Anthony Richardson or fucking Nick Foles or Matt Ryan at the time do anything. But, but I mean, if if Richardson is good enough, he can benefit from that. So you what know? do you? Kind of a side topic, but with the Jets, they they spent all that money on all those assets like Nicole Oof. Hardman, Alan Lazard. Like, does, do they cut Randall Cobb now? Like, was he just like his emotional support, like fifth riders? That's, just actually, making a, that's a really good question. I don't know what they do with all those guys. <laughs> emotional like, sport, Randall Cobb. <laughs> that's what I said. Yep. yep. Like, him, yeah. Lazard were brought over from the Packers just to make him happy. Yeah, I mean, they can't. I don't think they're going to cut him now. They're better than nothing. I mean, Randall Cobb. Maybe not Randall Cobb. What do you, Lazard, they'll keep on the team. Over under 15 catches for Randall Cobb this season. 
15 ca- I'm going under. Oh, yeah, I'm hammering I'm that going under. under. Yeah, Zach Wilson sucks dick. He sucks dick. Randall Cobb <laughs> sucks dick. I mean, Jets. Zach Wilson uh, is so bad. He, he is still terrible. looks horrible. Fuck you, Sean. He's still like, I'm, I'm uh, still fleeced yeah. you. I can't wait to spend that second round pick still, next year. Like maybe his first or second pass attempt was like the he like backed up and kind of like was scanning the field and then like took a step up in the pocket threw it right at the back how about, of his tackle. I mean, now if you're the Jets, do you have to go out and get a quarterback or do you ride or die with him? I think they probably ride or die. Yeah, I, I don't think they. I don't know Carson what the right Wentz. answer is. So okay, the best because, available because Zach Wilson certified sucks. Yeah, like, of course, but like the best the best option on the free agent market is. Carson Wentz. Unfortunately, yes. I know. It's crazy. What are they gonna they, they were talking about calling fucking Chad Henney out of retirement or something crazy? Chase shit. Daniel. Whatever. It's like Like these guys are not starters, they're spot starters. Yeah. Max. They're also all those people all and those it, other people that I think it's also just media hype and shit. Like yeah. and literally I joked about the Colin Kaepernick thing and the fact that they the media still was pumping that narrative. Been out of football for seven fucking years and they're still considering him as a viable option. Yeah, I mean, I think they're probably going to end up riding with Zach. Yeah. Sad, but true. Yep. I mean, maybe like Trace McSorley gets some run as his backup. <laughs> Something, but... Yeah. I mean, that's going to be it, though. I don't think they're going to make a big signing. Anyways. <laughs> looking at uh, looking at the rest of the roster for Prudence, and by the way, Brennan won this, this matchup. Uh, what was the final score here? I think this was a pretty close one in the end. Yeah, Brennan won by two points. Um, <laughs> 2.5. Two, two and a half points. Um, with a with a big fat goose egg from Aaron Rodgers and a big fa- <laughs> and a big fat goose egg from Dallas Goddard. Um, Holy shit! So yeah, uh, Hunter got double double go- shafted, double goosed on Monday night. Um, yeah, not too happy in the trans community. He picked uh, he picked the wrong between AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. I mean, this is uh, definitely a tough one for him. I feel like we're gonna like I'm having Groundhog Day here with saying yeah. you, you might need to play both of them at the same time. But like Brandon does it with Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. Yeah, fair enough. He did it this week, indeed. Um, but like, yeah, that's a little bit of a tough one for him, um, especially if he did end up hitting the jackpot with Pookie. <laughs> I mean, I I I would you, play Pookie in week two. <laughs> Literally, I would play Pookie over James Conner in the flex against the Niners. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. I wouldn't play Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> uh. For Brennan's side, he got a big game out of Aaron Jones, which he needed. He's um, still he's still a great Aaron, running back. Well, he's he's out. He's hurt. Yeah, but he's still a great running back. Oh, oh yeah, of course. I mean, it's I, I he'll probably he's, be out like one week. I always just they should just keep the the you know the fucking letter Q on yeah. Aaron Jones' fucking yes, chest constantly. He always plays, always plays well, mm-hmm. but he's always questionable. He always gets banged up and leaves in the fourth quarter or whatever, which is exactly what happened. And you know who came in is AJ Dillon, and he sucked. The quad father. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um. <laughs> but yes, I see you wrote here Zay Flowers. He actually did look good. So yeah, tell me I about ju- that. Shifty. They used him in different like motions, different types of routes. Um, just very elusive, very like quick off the ball. Um, tough to tackle. Hmm. Excited. I, I was worried about, I mean, so his his uh, body stats on on draft day looked exactly the same as he looks. Marquis he's style. definitely small. Yes. So, and I don't think they drafted him to be that guy to guy. And I'm glad they moved off of like, you know, I'm tired of them drafting these damn burners like 
like the Marquise Browns. Like Marquise Brown was a solid Ravens I mean, wide receiver. Isn't that who they drafted with Zay Flowers? Zay Flowers is not like a burner. He's like a playmaker. Okay. Like a type of guy that like he can he's like a Swiss Army knife in terms of what he can do. Like and that's what they needed. Like it's it's a lot to but he was a late first rounder. If you're like drafting a wide receiver top fifteen picks, like they're gonna be like your eighty five or more catch a, a year guy. Right. With him, you know, with having Odell Beckham, with having Rashad Bateman. Which how did it pan out with some of those other guys? So Bateman, like I think he had one or two catches. Uh Beckham's stat line didn't reflect how much of an impact he made. I think he had, like, two catches for, like, 30-something yards, but, like, drew multiple significant pass interferences, made a a matting catch, like, over his shoulder, Mm. back shoulder throw. Like, uh, but I'm just glad that the Ravens have, like, a a different, you know, group of wide receivers that they can all – they all do different things. I mean, we'll see the long-term success of it. Let's see if they all stay healthy. But Zay Flowers look legit. Hell, yeah. Um, I mean – Otherwise, my my takeaway for Brennan's team is it's kind of a similar story to last year. Like, uh, pretty thin bench, pretty good Very players. Very thin bench. Pretty good players starting. I mean, looking through the back uh, of his bench here, my my main question is, with Deontay Johnson out, is Allen Robinson going to get some play this year? Allen Robinson stinks. He does stink, but it's like him and George Pickens. That's, literally, That's it. literally it. And Pat Fryermuth. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think... I think Robinson could have some. He had eleven points this week. That's could yeah, but they were. It was twenty-seven to seven. It was garbage time shit. Is that is that exact? Is that when his his plays came? All right. They Pat's, Pat's they didn't get they didn't, they didn't get a first down. I think until the two minute warning in the second quarter. All right. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Zay Flowers, plug him in uh, when Mike Williams gets. I started. think. I think the Steelers figure it out eventually, but fan, I, but I, fantasy, wise, yeah, fantasy wise, uh, yeah. Pickens is Pickens is Pickens and Fryermuth are probably the only legitimate guys on that team. I hope uh, I hope Pickett can pull it together, or Pickens, no, Pickett, Pickett. Pickett. Kenny, I hope he can pull it together. Can he pick six? Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. Anyway, last but not least, fuck yeah, the Grills <laughs> and the Dennises. This was a big matchup. Um, I was interested to see what what happened with uh, with Sean's roster after all of that tinkering. Hey, he's so far so good. He's one to know. Uh, he only scored a hundred points, but Nate only scored seventy nine points. Only, yeah. McGreels are back at it again. Week one is over, and he is sending two players to the IR. <laughs> J.K. Dobbins with a torn Achilles. Deontay Johnson with I don't know hamstring or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Poor guy. Can't catch a break. He needs to go over to the Dennis's and find out how to rebuild a team quick and efficiently. Yeah. And uh, not trade all your assets for a third-round pick. Adam, <laughs> if you're listening, Google search Dynasty Strategy on YouTube. And he's going to reply, fuck you, Kibbies. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the reality is Adam needs big seasons from Bijan Robinson, Chris Godwin, which, like, not going to happen, and uh, his remaining QBs. Dak Prescott, he could have a good year. I don't know. I mean, he's got the weapons to do it. They, uh, well, they they traded out the the offensive coordinator. They sent the they sent yeah. their old offensive coordinator to the Chargers. Kellen Kellen Moore. Kellen well, they, Moore. they fired him, and then they hired Kellen Moore. No, they fired Kellen Moore. They fired him. Chargers hired him. Correct. But anyway, I wonder what like who what the new offensive coordinators bring into town. I don't really know much about that. Josh, text mm. me. Um, but yeah, looking through looking through the uh, the roster here, Isaiah likely no, likely not. <laughs> um, not likely. Yeah, uh, Rashad yeah, yeah. White, he stinks. 
Um, eh. DeAndre Swift, he stinks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's a pretty uninspiring. It pitch. looks like you're getting carpal tunnel scrolling through over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, one bright spot here. Hunter Henry. He he was the, Q, or the tight end one this week. Who the fuck cares? Adam might. Did he play him? No. <laughs> But I'll bet, he, I'll bet he plays him this week. I bet he does, too. <laughs> they got Mike Gesicki on that team, too. Yeah, yeah. They, they did, we are. They traded for Mike Gesicki, or did they release Gesicki? But anyway. I think they got rid of Johnny um, Smith and picked him up in free agency. But Gesicki is like, he couldn't hack it in with Miami. the Dolphins. It's like, I don't know, maybe he's just not that good. Hunter Henry yeah. is solid. Yeah. I, yeah. So... Anyway. That's our week one. Let's have our uh, week or let's have our season predictions. I wish I had a drop for this one. God damn. <laughs> so actually, before we get into this, I do want to um, get your opinion real quick on just. You love my opinion, don't you? Overall, this is the first time, the first week really within our new um, division structure. Any thoughts on the divisions overall? Um. Beside the fact that our division is loaded and the other one sucks ass. Well, look, <laughs> that's the case right now. Fast forward five years, that might not be the case anymore. Uh, okay. That's really, that's my thinking. I mean, I picked, I picked the, um, the line just like literally north versus south. And I figured, yeah, right now it looks one way, but it probably won't be that way forever. Yeah, I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, most uh, fantasy leagues have divisions, but that's because like the way they're like draft team or the draft or the website's format goes. But I mean, I don't think anybody's gives a shit like in, like, I mean, they give a shit, but yeah. I mean, like, I don't, I think everybody was on board. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so we're, we're sending two teams or rather the top team from each division from the North and the South, uh, into the playoffs as the number one and two seed, regardless of what their records are, regardless of what anybody yep. else's records are. So, um, I started off by asking, who do you think the number one seed from the North and the South is going to be? Okay. So let's go with the North. And why don't we tell our listeners who's in each division? Yeah, yeah. So in the North division, really this is like north of Virginia. We have myself, Pat, um, Josh, Tyler, and Paul. So uh, in the South division, that leaves Brendan, Sean, Brennan, Hunter, and Adam. Yeah. So... Yeah, right now, just based on last year's record, yeah, Brennan was the, the winner of last year. He's in the South. Uh, Bre- Hunter made the playoffs as well, but there are three teams that didn't make the playoffs in the South, and in the North, four out of five made the playoffs. Who was the team that didn't make the playoffs in the North? Uh, Paul. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you said that out loud. <laughs> um, so, Okay. <laughs> Number one seed from the north, number one seed from the south. So I'm going to say the number one from the north right now. Um, it's hard to bet against you. I think Tyler and I will most definitely be challenging you for it. Um, but I think it's definitely hard to beat, beat you. And south? Um, I think Prudence has the strongest team. But, even, with, even with Aaron out? But, <laughs> but I think I'm – and you're going to think I'm crazy – but I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to go with the Dennis's. I think the rebuild is going to be accelerated this year. I think Sean's going to make some moves. I think he's going to put a decent team together. I, it's definitely out of left field, but I'm going to go with the Dennis's. But, and I also think 
there's another team that's a little bit of a dark horse in that division too. Like this is like being king shit at Turd Island, by the way, at this division. But Brendan with the Heflin Syndicate, I think they could challenge for the top seed too. Yeah, I uh, for the South, you know, I, I was really going back and forth on this as well. Those are the two picks that I had in my mind as well. Um, I think Sean has kind of masterminded his way into a pretty damn good team for this season. If it's not this year, um, it's probably next with draft picks and these guys having another year under their belts. But I think I think uh, Jonathan Taylor is going to come back with a vengeance. I think his bench is going to come through. I think this is Brendan's year. I think he gets the number one spot from the freaking trenches not even making the playoffs last year. Um, and, yeah, I'm going with myself from the north, baby. Let's get it. So... And this is a question maybe we'll ask every year and just keep an, keep an eye on. But which division do you think scores more points? Uh, obviously, I think the North. <laughs> when yeah. you have four playoff teams in there. And uh, with, the, with the rosters that you, Tyler, and I have, it's, I just think it's not even going to be close. So we both agreed on uh, who we think is going to miss the playoffs. I was trying to, after you, you got your answers into the doc first, and I was trying to kind of like see if I could come up with something sneaky, but I think I'm with you on this. So, I think Adam, Josh, Brennan, and Paul missed the playoffs. So with that being said, that's two teams that made playoffs last year that would be missing it. Yeah. I mean, I think Brennan, he won last year with the same roster he has now, but this time last year we were saying the bench is thin you know and i i think it's going to catch up to him this year i think so too and it's funny if this would be the third or the second straight year where the super bowl winner takes a plunge yeah and i mean maybe we're wrong and we're going to be like you know eating our words later on and aaron jones is going to be a a running back one once again but i don't know i i feel like it's going to catch up to him who do you think wins it all or who's your championship I mean, I'm obviously going to be the runner-up. So I said, I said, I honestly think you're going to be the winner, but you can't lose three years in a row. There's, there's no way you can do an Eagles or a Buffalo Bills. I think you're going to beat Tyler or me. I think it's going to be you, and I think I'm going to lose. That would be fucking sick. <laughs> handshake well, for that. Handshake for that. Well, anything else to wrap up? Orioles. Ooh, let's see. How are they doing right now? They're playing the Cardinals. Today. 100% chance to make the playoffs. They are buzzing. I am. I can't put myself all the way back in because I just hear rumblings of the Angelos family. But yeah, got to be exciting time for Birdland. It's fucking awesome. I, I I listen to the games most days, at least a little bit. They lost to the Cardinals one to nothing today. Wow, what a snooze. Yep. Also, we'll have to um, coordinate a uh, a game to go to for the Ravens. Get the pulse of the five hundred section. Oh yeah, of course. I uh, also definitely got to be at an Orioles playoff game. Yeah, Butch wants me to go with him if he can sneak out of the newborn house. He can. Um, I got two weddings next weekend. Ugh. Ocean City Friday, which is sick. Ocean City wedding that is trashy and the best. <laughs> and then a Ken Island wedding on the way home, so that's going to be tough. Are you done with weddings for the year? Yes, sir. When's, are you guys going to stay in this house that you live in at all, or are you guys always going to be away? Oh, yeah. I think we're actually – we're well, <laughs> I have to go. I'm traveling for work a little bit, but nothing major. I think we're mostly here for the rest of the fall. Okay. Over or under that Theo's first tooth will fall out in this house or on the road? Hmm. <laughs> it's really more about in this house or in some other house. <laughs> I think we're probably going to be here for a couple more years. 
Uh, when does the, your tooth start falling out? I have to Google that. I meant like the fact that you're like guys are always on the road. Like he's, yeah, yeah. but yeah, I mean, good podcast. I'm glad, uh, glad we got to do this again. And, uh, you're you're going to work your magic, condense it Two two uh, two episodes today. A lot of, a uh, lot of pod action. It's going to be a long season, man. Football's back. I fucking love it. Looking forward. I can't to wait it. for Sunday. Yep. My dick is hard as we're talking. <laughs> Nature's Viagra. (laughs) NFL season. All right. Cheers, guys. Summer comes. Now that the boys are here again.